This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 7th of February. Juzzy boy, we are officially back mm-hmm. with daily business news. Yep. We're done with the recaps. Yep. We're done with the summer slices. Mm-hmm. And we're back to three of the hottest business stories each and every day. Now, Flux fam, we would love your feedback. What did you think of summer slices? Did you love them? Did you <laughs> loathe them? Hit us up on Instagram at flux.finance or email us at hello at flux.finance with your thoughts. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you an interesting one. The latest consumer price index data has come out for the 2022 year. Go on. And if you thought domestic holidays were expensive, you are right. They're up 20% and milk is up 18%. Oh boy. The good news though, books are actually down (laughs) 0.8%. Moral of the story, less eating and more reading. Three educational stories today, Juzzy boy. Let's do it. For our first, the owner of Boost Juice and Betty's Burgers chains will sell a majority of its business to a private equity company and this values the business in the hundreds of of mill. Makes sense when you're selling smoothies for eight bucks a pop, Brett. <laughs> so what is the story? Retail Zoo is the company that was founded by Janine Ellis of Shark Tank fame. And Brett, the zoo doesn't just own Boost Juice. No, no, no. It also owns the Betty's Burgers mm-hmm. brand, Salsa's Fresh Mex. Now get this. In 2014, back when Happy by Pharrell Williams was pumping on the radio, <laughs> private equity behemoth Bain Capital came in and acquired 70% of Retail Zoo. Now since then, it has more than doubled the number of stores and nearly doubled Doubled total network sales too. So now another private equity player named Adamantum Capital will nab Bain's 70% stake. Which supposedly values the retail zoo parent company at around $350 million. And Jazzy Boy, this comes after Bain Capital explored listing retail zoo on the share market multiple times mm. over the last few years. So what is the key learning here? Sometimes the best answer is not the most obvious answer. For private equity companies like Bain Capital, their modus operandi is to invest in a business, help the business grow, and then sell the business. Most often by listing it publicly on a stock exchange like the ASX. But Brett, it seems like now just isn't the best time to list a company. You're right, Jazzy boy. There were just 89 IPOs in 2022. Mm -hmm. Compare that to 202 back in 2021. And there's a pretty big reason why, Brett. By the end of the 2022 year, just 29% of ASX IPOs from that year were trading above their listing price. For our second story, Disney is a licensed its shows to free-to-air networks like 7 and 9 here in Australia because cash is king. <laughs> the old 180 from Disney. Didn't they recently pull these off those networks? Mm. Tell me more. Okay, so Disney launched its streaming platform, Disney Plus, in November 2019. And now, Jazzy Boy, Disney has more than 3 <laughs> million subscribers, according to research company Telsite. Now, Brett, when Disney Plus launched its streaming service, it started to pull its content from other networks and platforms. It pulled The Lion King and Toy Stories from Netflix. It also pulled shows like The Simpsons, Family Guy, and Futurama from Foxtel. The idea was that it would build its own streaming service into an exclusive content base. But now, Brett, Disney has done a bit of an about face. Yep, it's B or C-rated shows like Prison Break have been licensed to seven. And shows like MASH and Homeland are on (laughs) nine now. Because not all content is equal. (laughs) So what is the key learning here? The streaming market is now a highly competitive and saturated market, and the economics are much tougher than they were originally. So while selling content to other networks wasn't part of the grand master plan, it does help fund content budgets. And this could help fund shows that could become the next big thing and reach broader audiences. You know, the next Squid Game for Netflix. The next Tad Lasso for Apple Plus. Or the next The Mandalorian for (laughs) Disney Plus. But Jazzy Boy, Disney isn't going to license its really premium Mm -hmm. content, but some of the older second tier content, (laughs) looking at you, Ghost Whisperer, (laughs) 
for our third and final story. Virgin Australia is on the road to a public listing once again after its first full year profit in a decade. Fair to say Virgin's comeback has been a lot more successful than that 70s show's comeback. <laughs> What's happening here? It was April 2020. The world was on edge with a new virus. The WAP dance was going viral on TikTok <laughs> and Virgin Australia was entering voluntary administration. A lot has happened since then for Virgin. And just last week, Virgin announced it was returning to its first full year profit in a decade. Now, Virgin Australia's CEO has hinted at a return to the ASX with a public listing later this year. Now, over the last week, seven investment banks have pitched to Virgin to take it public and raise capital. And this could become a major payday for investment banks. So what's the key learning here? Think of investment bankers a bit like matchmakers, except replace bride and groom with investor <laughs> and company. Jazzy boy, they play a crucial role in preparing a company for an initial public offering or an IPO. First, the investment bank will analyze the company's financials and the current market conditions to determine if it's a suitable time for the IPO. Then it will develop an exit execute on the IPO strategy and set a price for all of its shares. And often, the investment banks will actually do the underwriting of the IPO too. That means purchasing a number of shares, which they will then resell through the stock exchange later. And Brett, all in all, this can earn a pretty tasty amount for the investment bankers. We're talking 2 to 3% as flat fees for managing an IPO. And Brett, in Virgin's case, where they're raising upwards of $1 billion, this could be a very juicy fee for the investment bankers on this deal. Uh-huh. FluxFam, awesome to be chatting business news with you again but we would love your feedback what did you think of summer slices did you adore them did you hate our voices and the topics hit us up on instagram at flux.finance or email us at hello at flux.finance thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow <laughs> <laughs>